the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I Am Real Estate. I'm here with uh, my financial whiz, Ace Water Suparp, Jerry Feeney, are are just know everything, <laughs> uh, top top <laughs> know it all. journey. Yeah, our know it all, uh, Jerry Feeney. And as I promised, uh, our, our our insurance expert Mike Conte Conte is with us today. Of course, from ha- companies Hanek, Conte, and Perino, and we'll we're looking so forward to him. Um, I just want to finish up the question with Justine because we didn't have to get a finish. And then we have so many questions for Michael um, and things that you really want to know and some of what our customers wrote to us. So we'll be he's here and we'll be with him in two seconds. And I, I can't wait to ask you some questions. But Justine, let's just finish up with you. What is your, your question? So you're going to you're thinking of a bed and breakfast. Uh, if that fits about eight people or has like enough room for eight people to stay? Yes, let me, I'll make it very succinct, Ms. Herman. Um, uh, I want to, I have some lines onto some grants, et cetera, and some backing. I have had very good credit, but being an entrepreneur, you know how that is. Yes. Up and down. Up and down um, sometimes. Cash flow. I mean, right. Right. But, the, the the Forbes magazine years ago said you can't you can't win without failing. I At have that on one. my I have that on the door of my office, and it's uh, failure is success. Well, success is failure turned inside out. And I tell everyone I don't know any successful person that didn't fail a million times and pick themselves and get back up. So you have to try, but that you makes- you want to try to put the odds in your favor. So uh, correct. So, so have you picked out a location? I mean, have you at least found a... Here's what I'm thinking. What do you think? The millionaire suggested going to farmsandranches.com, and it's a lot of looking, because many people that are uh, senior, or as they say on uh, Touch of Grace, seasoned citizens like myself, um, don't can't live in their farms anymore. God bless them. But if they could be turned into a bed and breakfast, I can get help to run it and that was the basis of my idea i don't want to not work and i i cook professionally for numbers of years and i i'm very gregarious and <laughs> I was an well let me well. say this justine i i first of all i'm with you about not working because if you've worked your whole life unless you have some avid hobby 
I think to retire and not be able to do anything um, other, I think you'll lose, you can, you can go crazy. And I don't think it's healthy. So I think that that's a good idea to think about what can I do in, in my semi-retirement years. Uh, I think you. you've got a lot of homework to do yet, though. I don't want to try to rush into it. I think you've got to, first of all, kind of do some research, you know, because you can't compare all these different states, I mean, and see what's around. And maybe, and maybe you know, I don't have time to do it on the show today, but I'm glad to talk to you. My idea would be for you to think of something that's a little unique in a bed and breakfast, okay? And maybe okay. you might have a, you know, so that your, your bed and breakfast kind of stands out from other bed and breakfasts. And maybe, okay. did you ever think Could of people, people that are retired that want to go to a bed and breakfast and maybe need a few different type of things? or I have a... I have VIP list already. Okay, so listen. I'm glad to talk to you. I I don't. I have a. You know, we have a lot of people on the show and people waiting. But I'm glad if you leave me a number or an email, I'll glad to call you and give you just some of my thoughts. I will indeed. Thank you so much, and I love your show once again. You're Thank the best. you, Justine, and I love you, and I love your name, and keep on listening and leave your messages or leave your number. Thanks. <clears throat> Hi, Mike. Hey, good good morning, Good morning, everyone. Mike. I'm uh, sorry, like we just didn't finish that question. And Mike, although we're so thrilled to have our, we were missing our our insurance link. We have the experts and everything that you need to know uh, in finance and in in legal and and uh, uh, the real estate end. But we were missing our insurance, and we <clears throat> we searched our. And I told you we only work with the best. Uh, so Mike is with Honig, Conti, and Perino and is an expert in both business insurance and personal insurance. It's, you know, a hands-up, roll-up-your-sleeves kind of company, which is what I like. Um, third family generationally owned. So, you know, it's, it's been in business a long time, and it's a family business, and they're really a lot of pride and wonderful reputation. They have over 10,000 happy clients. And I just want to give you their number ahead of time, and then I'll give it to you again. Um, you can reach them for... At 212-777-7113. That's 212-777-7113. Or you can email them at info at, info at Honig Conti. That's H-O-N-I-G-C-O-N-T-E dot com. Info them at Honigconti dot com. And I will also post this. And if you have any insurance needs that you want to talk about right now, certainly call us at 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Okay, so Mike, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, you Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, and uh, hopefully this is going to be a great year. Uh, a little cold, but, you know, I always say, you know what, you don't appreciate warm if you have it every day. So when you don't well, have it every you, day, you appreciate it when you're there. I, I mean, just to be optimistic, I think we have 57 days until spring. So we're almost there. We, you know, keep your head up and we'll keep walking. We'll, we'll make it fine, you know. That's great. Now, Mike, what I, the, I want to ask you some things because um, with cold weather, uh, there's a lot of things that could happen. I mean, I was um, in the city where I live, and it was a couple of days ago. I don't know. It was one of the coldest nights I remember. And I was walking, and all of a sudden, I, I think this was on maybe 58th or something, and 6th, I saw, or 5th, I saw, like, there was millions of cop cars and uh, millions of cop cars and, 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 and fire engines, and I thought, my God, there must have been a murder. 
but it wasn't a murder. It was a new construction of the glass from the wind just oh my blew. Goodness. Blew all, it blew out, and you know, it was lucky that nobody, because in the city it's very rare that you don't see a million people walking, but it was right, that cold, right. and it was late. Right. So, um, um, I mean, what this kind happens of things all the can time. we do? I know with pipes freezing, give us some of the tips that people well, should watch you know, out for and what they can do, and tell us what... You know, my- when we get that really cold, cold weather, my, my head already, I know, I know the next day we're going to have pipe, pipe freeze claims like nobody's business. And this week, I think we handled 200 new pipe claims wow. both here in the city and, and, and the subsequent you know, outlying areas. Uh, when, it, when it gets that cold and that intense, it's bound to happen. And, and believe it or not, we see it on the new construction. We see it on old construction. It just goes across the board. And then we always have the stupidity factor, too, which you, you can't can't even count on where where someone's just too warm in their apartment they open the window and go out for five hours and they come back to frozen pipes and then we, we have that as well but but we, we today you know I was hoping just to bring some awareness to this and 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 to, to help people get through it I mean one of the other things certainly with the high winds is you when you're walking near a construction site you always have to pay extra attention uh, whether it's windy or not but but when you get that drop in temperature if you're actually a homeowner or, or you have a, a, a city home, you, you got to make sure that that sidewalk is free of water because that will freeze instantly, and okay. and and that's a danger. Sure, so you, you have to do that. But before you continue, because I've got some questions, and I, I I certainly think this is such valuable information. There's somebody on the line um, that wants to ask you something or tell you something, and I think it's Jonas from New York. Hi, good afternoon. Yes. How are you? Staying Hi, warm? how are you doing? I'm good, good. Now, you have something you want to say to Michael? Yes, Conti? and to everybody that's listening, I knew Michael, uh, Michael's dad's uh, auntie from, uh, from 25 Downing Street. And they not only give you a life-changing advice, which he, he did, that changed my whole life, and I just wanted to say thank you. I just accidentally heard your show while I was listening. And I heard Michael, you know, uh, Conti Perino, and I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. that is the best Thank advice you. I've ever, ever uh, um, received from your dad. It changed, truly changed my life, and um, I always keep him in my prayers. And I just wanted to, try to you know, um, yeah, Mr. Pa- uh, Conti meant a lot to me. Oh, that Thank was you. So I'm sorry, nice. I didn't catch your name. I'm, who is this, Michael? I know again. you very well. I'm uh, Dr. Seum. I used to go, I was in dental school when I was in uh, your dad's building. Okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Isn't that so? And, uh, that's fate. So you just happen to be turning the stations. Now you have to always put on the station. Um, and you <laughs> yes. heard Michael's voice. And Michael's our insurance <laughs> yeah. expert, so he'll be on. Um, yes. And, it, I, you know, and it almost looks like fake that somebody just calls, but it's real. So, Michael. Uh, and I And I think that's really nice because... I think so. It's nice to tell somebody, gee, thanks. It, you meant a lot to me. I think that's really Thank wonderful. I'm, I'm flattered, and I'm, I'll, when I see my dad, I'll tell him that you said hello, and I'll, I'm really flattered that you would even say such a thing. I have a red shirt on, and my face is the same color as my shirt right now. <laughs> no. I, uh, if, uh, if you give me two minutes, I could, I could elaborate on the story. Um, your dad called me into the, into the office and said, I need to speak to you. And um, he said, you're young, you need to be ambitious, you need to look out and go out and do something great. 
If not, you need to do, you know, uh, I, I won't elaborate on that, but you need to do this. And I said, you know what, give me two weeks and I'll, I'll come back. And sure enough, I did. And he says, okay, kid, you've done well. Now, now you're, you're, you're okay to do what you want. That's all I wanted to say to you. Oh, and uh, thank you. he sent me off. But it's, I have to tell you, it changed my entire life. And you know today what? I'm very, you know, very successful because of Mr. Conti Perino, and I always keep him in my prayers. That's most, you know. Oh my goodness, the, that is so faith. nice. Well, so you know, Michael, when you tell your dad, because I just was speaking at some thing, and I said, if you can make a difference, maybe not sometimes the whole world, but if you can make a difference in a couple of people's lives, that's what it's all about, and that is so nice. And Michael, I think when your dad hears. That somebody called in to say that they, he made a difference in his life. I yeah, think that's, gonna, I, that's, that's amazing. How does that I hope I hope they're listening now because I told them I'd be on. So I hope that they're listening. And uh, if not, I'll play him the podcast, and I'm sure he'll be flattered. Yes. Thank you so much for calling Thank in. Thank you. Oh, so Michael, so that I, that's just threw me off. That's just like really wonderful, yeah. and it's like so nice that somebody well, would. You know, you know, Daddy, we we've been running this business now for, since you know for a long, long time, and we were part of that Greenwich Village community for almost over a hundred years. We still have interest in the village, and it, you know that everyone is you, when you're there and you, you're so entrenched in the community, you, you take that extra time to 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 work with the people and you know talk about things that probably are not related to business one way or the other but that was a very nice story i'm i'm blushing as i said that yeah that's great. and i think it's really means a lot because yeah. i think in a business and whatever you do at the end of the day the most gratifying thing is it's not is that you do make a difference and for that man yep. to just call in and just want to tell you the that I think that's great. So, Michael, yep. we're talking about freezing weather and pipes freeze. Is there anything? First of all, is there anything you can do that you can help yourself from that having that not happen? Or well, you know, you know, here in the city, it's pretty hard because the buildings are maintained by staff, and right. and you kind of rely on them to to handle everything. But but I will say this: like if you notice that your kitchen is particularly cold on those freezing you know areas, you know maybe you want to leave the doors open or or open the uh, the doors under the kitchen sink so that the the heat gets in there. That's always a good thing. I always do that when we go away, just to 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 make sure um, you know that that it 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 stays a little bit warm. But I think the real issue and and some of the worst claims that I've seen are in the vacation homes. Yeah, Uh, I was going to say that. Go ahead. So the second homes. The second homes. I mean, today we have a lot of great technology that's available to help us, but but you got to be proactive in, in using it. Okay. So now we have smart water detectors. So you, you put a, you put a smart water detector down and you get an alert on your phone. Hopefully there's someone in the area that could certainly go by and, you know, uh, close the water or do something. But the other big thing I got to tell you, we're in North Jersey. I tell you that all the time. We put in a backup generator and my God, you know, now when we go away, I'm, I never worry about the, the house freezing up because the back Backup generator will go on. So you um, have a backup it, generator so that if one yeah. fails, the next one. And, right. and, and and I know in my house, I would always leave the heat on. Like yeah, in other words, I, I mean, you can't shut your heat off. Like, you have, what do you leave it on? Like sixty or fifty? You know, I always leave it about sixty-three because keep in mind, yeah, the recovery, you know, from sixty is it's harder to recover. It, it gets. F- 
what I say is it freezes fastest from faster from 60 to 63. So for the extra three degrees, you know, I'll take my chances. You know, um, I think it's the way to go. But but I think one of the important things that you have to realize if you're going to look for a backup generator, there are two types. There's the passive type that just it gets enabled the minute the power goes out, it kicks on. And then there's the active type. And I, I really wouldn't suggest the active type. The active type you have to go outside, start it up, connect it to the house, and and that kind of defeats the purpose. So if you if oh, you really, really have if yeah, you have to go out and really, connect it, and if you have a second house, I guess you're not. Yeah, you gotta, you're not going to do it, right? right. You know, it, it, you know, it's not going to happen, and and that's really the best defense. But the other things that you have to be aware of is that insurance policies always have clauses that uh, penalize you if you don't provide adequate care uh, on these secondary homes. So you m- got to read your insurance policy and see what pertains, what, you know, what clauses pertain to vacation homes or, or extended away uh, uh, periods and, and make sure you meet those okay, Michael, uh, requirements. I mean, is Mike, is there a specific insurance? Like when you, because I think a lot of people really don't know about insurance. They just get the right. policy. And sometimes right. I don't even read the whole thing, but you should. Is there a specific insurance for freezing weather or, you know, like in a policy? I guess they're all different. What would you recommend that you get right. in your policies? There's well, something- mo- most homeowners, most homeowner policies, uh, and there are variations, so you do have to make sure you ask the questions. Most homeowners policies do cover frozen pipe, which is very good. I would say 80% of them. There are some variations that will not cover freezing pipe, and that's a good question to make sure you ask when you buy. Uh, today, we're, we always ask the price. We never ask about the coverages, and we always say ask about the coverages. It's, it's way more important than the price, believe it or not. So ask about the coverages. And- ask about the coverages. And who pays when the pipes freeze? Does the insurance company pay or the owner? Or yeah, is that depending abs- no, on your well, policy? Okay, so in an apartment, um, there, you know, in an, let's take a co-op or condo because that's what we have in here in the city. Uh, if, if, if it's a pipe behind the wall, initially your policy will pay. If there's a degree of negligence, the carrier will then subrogate against the building insurer. But a lot of times... You know, in order to establish negligence, you have to have knowledge of a defect or a potential defect. Without that knowledge, um, you know, there's no negligence. So your apartment policy is going to be called to pay for that uh, claim. Okay. So when you are buying insurance, uh, should I have, should I have, and again, this is a good question. I mean, Jerry, you have two houses, um, uh, you, have mm-hmm. a, you have a getaway, too, and so do I. Uh, mine that I can't live in yet, but it's just one of these days. Um, should I have, should we be having one policy that covers both my primary residence and my summer home or my, my second home or separate policies? Should you have two separate policies or you should have one? What do you recommend, well, Mike? Uh, again, some carriers will offer the ability to add both contracts to one policy, and a majority of carriers do not do that. It's a separate contract for each. Um, but I, I think what you have to find out, the most important thing you have to remember is that what we see all the time is that secondary homes are often 
classified incorrectly. They're classified as primary homes uh, because the, the agent or the broker doesn't ask the proper question or the customer doesn't want to disclose it. But at the time of the claim, if we're classifying it as a primary home and it turns out to be a secondary, you could have the ability, the carrier could deny the claim. Really? So it's very important so, to make sure that there's complete transparency and honesty in applying for insurance. And to make sure that the insurance agent asks the question. Mike, hold on. We have a quick break. We'll be right back with Mike Conti from Hona Conti and Perino at 212-777-7113. We'll be right back after the break. We have some really great, great information about insurance and what you need to do in the cold weather to make sure that you're covered properly. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Hi, we're back um, with Michael Conte from Hona Conte Perino Insurance Agency. And uh, he's here talking about any of his, well, any, any kind of insurance needs you have, you can call us. At 866-970-9622. And uh, we were in the middle of talking about what you should do, um, what kind of policies you should have if you have two homes. And I think most you said that you should have two separate policies and make sure you look at them. Right. I mean, you, you have to know your coverages and you have to ask the questions. And, and I could tell you some of the most severe claims that we've ever paid are on secondary homes. Uh, we had one where the water was running for two weeks before anybody figured it out. It froze, it thawed, and it ran for two weeks into the spring. By the time they got there, the mold, the water, I mean, they literally had to go down to the studs. They, they had to just gut the entire thing. And, and fortunately, they had enough insurance to do that. That's the other thing. You always have to have enough insurance. Right, so you'll so so somebody should. What do you suggest when somebody? Because I find that people don't pay enough attention to getting the insurance policy. They just go like, okay, we need it because if you have a mortgage, you have to have it. Um, right. And then, so should they call you and 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 ask specifically? You know what what's. I mean, the, you know that's what we do, and 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 uh, you know when, when when you're insured here, I mean we look at we literally look at every home policy every year to make sure the value is on online. Uh, where it should be. We send you a letter. We say, hey, and, and everybody's carrier and broker should be doing that. That That's why that that's what it's about. You got to look at the building values. You got to make sure that you have enough coverage. And, you know, people say, well, price, price, price. And, and it's true. Price is very important. But there are ways to help reduce that cost by putting in the generators, having the alarm systems, or, or perhaps something as simple as raising your deductible. You know, I'm a big believer in high deductibles. Uh, to assume as much much risk as you can with but make sure that the, the catastrophe is protected you know that's in other that's words, assume I, it's like when people get insurance like it's not about the little thing you want to right you want to make sure that if there's a, a real bad thing that's going to cost right. a lot of money you're insured that's it I that's think, always how i look at it okay i have a question for you somebody's calling john from new york city good i guess it's almost good afternoon john thank hello, you for calling hello, hi I, I, I love your program. Thank you for uh, answering my call. Oh, um, this thank is from Mr. Conte. Yes. Uh, my um, 
my wife's cousin died in October, and um, she left. Uh, she had my wife and my sister were down in Florida as the executives for the estate. Now, before she died, she had insurance on her apartment, and it, she had the insurance for a long time on the first apartment she ever had uh, on 48th Street in Sunnyside, Woodside. And uh, now the insurance company said they're going to cancel on her co-op. Um, and we haven't gone through probate yet. So uh, she paid up. Before she died, she paid up to August. You're going in and, and out, John. So kind of like, I don't know, you're fading in and out. So just kind of talk closer to whatever uh, we can get. Is that she, better? Is yes, that, yes, yes. Yeah, so she paid, she paid the insurance before she died to August. And um, the, the company notified my sister-in-law down in Florida that they're canceling the insurance uh, because there's no one living in the apartment. But it was explained to them about her going through probate. We're going through probate. And the lawyer, our lawyer didn't present it to the judge last week. He says we're just going to have to get a new um, insurance agent. But I don't think that's right that uh, she's dealt with these people for years. And she, before she died, she expected them to honor the contract. Right. Well, you you have to remember, John, that um, the contract, most contracts assume that the units and the homes are going to be occupied. Once they're alerted that it is vacant, they can send notice of cancellation for um, uh, increase in material hazard. Now, a lot of carriers don't do that. Some carriers do that as a matter of rule. Uh, The insurance policies typically have benefits to the estate so that, you know, if, if if it's going to run out another six or eight months they'll they'll stay on the uh, stay on the account i mean in my personal practice i never understood especially when it comes to an apartment why a carrier would do that because you know you're not relying on on provision of heat etc and so on but the carriers can do that they do do that but there are alternative products out there in the marketplace for vacant apartments they're not really expensive they'll cover the basics especially the liability associated with the estate so i i understand it's very upsetting uh but it does happen, and is it legal? You know what? Actually, if if there if the cancellation is written properly, it could be legal. If the cancellation is not written properly, there's a potential that it's not a legal cancellation. But but I would wait until they cancel before you do anything. Is the property on the market yet? Have you put it on the market? No, no, because we're, this like I just went. We just went last Thursday to the first. Yeah round of probate you know, because so yeah so you're, you're still fading in and out so we're probably going to have to cut yeah. but my experience with this you know my own acting as an executor uh, is that if you call the insurance company and let them know what's going on that you know uh yes i got the notice of cancellation but do me a favor can you extend a little while because it's it's actively on the market we're going to sell it um they were actually quite willing to do that in my case they just wanted to know that you know, there was somebody there watching it. It wasn't, uh, you know, we told them that we had a, a caretaker and all that good stuff. So I would also try that when you get a uh, authority from the courts to act on behalf of the estate. Well, they 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 told us they're going to cancel it by February, and uh, they they were kind of even. They even called the lawyer, and they were kind of nasty to the lawyer. Well, you know what? You should call Mike and just get his insurance advice because I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. You, you Again, you know, as Jerry said, maybe that could happen if you call them. But if not, you you need to have at least some advice. So call Mike at uh, 
uh, Mike, you know, leave your number and Mike can call you or an email or something sure. like that. All right, John. And thanks for listening to Ion Real Estate. And you keep us posted on what happens. We'd like to hear. I think we're losing. We lost John. Okay, I think we had. Uh, so, so Mike, you know, I've got a few subjects that I've got to cover, but I got to ask you a few questions more. So now, this was a common question: with you, if your car skids uh, on the ice and and uh, hits another car, wouldn't I guess wouldn't you be responsible even if you skid? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You're always responsible to maintain proper control of your vehicle, depending on the conditions at hand. And, uh, it, you know, people don't even realize, like, for example, you know, the, you hit a pothole in the city. and That is an at-fault accident because they say, well, you should have avoided it. You know, you, you could have avoided it. And there you go. So ICE is the same thing. You must always maintain your vehicle in, under control, under proper control. So, if, you know, so if it's icy out and you don't have to drive... Then don't, don't drive, drive. okay? Yeah. But if you have to drive, I remember, you know, I had an an SL for the longest time, and, and you know, the Mercedes SL. There's no weight in the back, and mm. it has no front wheel drive, and that was the only car I had. So it's like that. I didn't have an SUV or something, and I remember driving, and the car would just skid on the ice, and then they would tell me that in bad weather to put bags of sand because sometimes if the car is not sure equal weight. But truthfully, um, homeowner, you know, there's so much you have to know about insurance and car insurance and all that stuff. But it is, if, if you're a moving vehicle and you skid, it's your fault. Um, that's the yep, way it goes, absolutely. right? Um, absolutely. If you are a landlord and the burner goes out, uh, you like, and the people don't have heat. And you're like a landlord. Uh, are you responsible? I would think so. Well, but, you know what? Really. Again. Uh, you know, that's a good one. Good question, because if you have apartment insurance, you can get uh, a hotel stay paid out of the loss of use portion of that policy. So that's really one remedy. Uh, again, I think if the landlord is negligent in maintaining the boiler properly, then you may have a, a, a case against him. But if it's just something where, the, you know, the Finnegan pin breaks out of the blue and he can't get a new one, I don't know that you can establish negligence. So right. it, the, the, best mer- the best thing is always to ensure your own interests, uh, not rely on other people's insurance. And then, uh, you know, if in fact it turns out that they have negligence, the insurance carrier will go chase them around. That's one of the things you're buying, actually. And, you know, Mike, we don't have time for for today, but one of the th- things I'd like you to do on a future show, I-, I really think a lot of renters don't know that they should have rental insurance or they don't know how much they should have or if they it, even think about it. And I-, I think homeowners insurance people like are forced to have because most right, people have right, mortgages. Right. I think they need to know more about it and like what's the like what kind of things do you look at. So like I because I think insurance is really, really misunderstood. And, of course, some people say, well, how much insurance do you expect me to have? And right, even, right. like, what happens, like, now with my house, I did an extension on my house, so it's my second home. So now the insurance would have to change because it's worth more now than it was, right. I would believe. So I will call you whenever that house is just about done. Uh, and then I'll find my, my policy, whatever I had. Uh, but I... Uh, I know that they, they, they threw me off because I live maybe a mile from the, the water and right, um, right. they all canceled me. And then they said, then the only way I could get insurance was I had to find the, uh, an insurance company that I would put all everything I had under. So right, I'll, I'll show right. you my stuff. I will call you oh, and great. show you my stuff. 
Uh, Happy but, to help. Good. But one more question, and then I, I, I so if, and I think this is a common thing, especially if you or have a freestanding home. I lived in the suburbs for a long time, so um, someone slips on the ice in front of your house. Even though I blew the snow away with a snowblower, who's liable? Well, you know, uh, it, uh, I guess it's always going to fall to you uh, to defend what your actions were. Did you take proper care? I mean, some towns, for example, even in New York City, there's a, I think you have to have the sidewalks clear uh, 24 hours after the last snowfall, and you have to keep a log of when it was shoveled and, and, how, and when it was salted. So, I mean, ice is a, a tough one to... to to defend, and we pay a lot of those claims through the year as well. Um, I think the homeowner will we have be a break, always so responsible. So you're going to get cut off. So Michael, okay. okay, we'll come back. We'll give every information to you, and then I can't wait for you to be back on again. Thank you. Okay. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and uh, boy, does time fly. I want to thank Mike Conti for really giving us this valuable information. Please stay warm. If you have any questions for uh, Mike, he'll be back, but you can also call him at 212-777-7113 or email him at info, that's info at honickconte.com or any questions you can send to radio show at element.com and we'll be glad to get that to him. Um, so thank you, Mike, and stay thank warm. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I am going to try to, we, we told you we tell you about holdover tenants because somebody had asked that question. But before that, ACE from yes. Citizens Bank, what are the rates now? Rates are currently at 4.25, Dottie. 4.25, so, remember, that's low. in November, it was actually hovering right around 5%. So. Yeah. Now, let me ask you something yeah. quickly. I um, was reading that Fannie Mae or... Uh, that changed their guidelines. Is this true? Yeah, they increased their loan loan limits, um, Dottie. So it's a little bit higher now. So it's right around four hundred and sixty-three thousand. So so is that good for the consumer? Or? Yeah, it's it's good for the consumer um, because then they'll they'll take out a loan that's backed by Fannie and Freddie. So oh, good, um, it's good, 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 good. It's positive news. So. so uh, and, and we really hear just, I mean, just again, there's no crystal ball, but we hear that they're not probably going to raise the rates too much, but we they're hope not. not. So we hope not, but you never know. But yeah. it looks good for those who are buying and selling because that's a win for both parties. You know, I, I always tell everyone, Dottie, it's, it's like the perfect storm now, right? So you have like um, the sellers priced at a, at a hopefully reasonable price um, in today's marketplace now that they see that the market's shifting a little bit mm-hmm. to a buyer's market. And you still see rates at an all-time low. We've been talking about the Federal Reserve now for how many years, Dottie, um, in, in regards to raising it. the rates, right? So yeah. um, it's it's almost ideal for, for that buyer that's almost on the fence because I think this year what, we, we're, what we're going to see is that people are going to start getting away from the conversation about price and really about payment because at the end of the day, people really need to shift their their mentality towards payment. That's you know? an important point, okay? It's not how much the price is, it's what can you afford to pay yeah, every exactly. month. exactly. Or not even what you can afford to pay, what you're comfortable with spending every month. Correct. Sometimes you can afford more than you want to, yeah. um, you know, so it depends on you. Let me take a quick question from uh, Tom from the Bronx. 
Good afternoon, Tom. Thanks for calling I on Real Estate. How can we help you? Love, love your show, Daddy. I have a friend okay. that lives in a top floor of a, you're welcome, of a six-story structure, and they get a notice on the door that they're rebuilding the whole elevator, and it's supposed to take a month. Well, it looks like it's extending to two months, so everyone's walking up and down stairs. Uh, well, I never saw a situation like this. It's only a one-elevator building. What, what recourse do tenants have? Are they entitled to a rent reduction? I would expect some kind of compensation for the, such an inconvenience. I mean, the lease didn't say your elevator may or not work at times. I mean, uh, I don't know, I Jerry. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. When you move into a building uh, with the one elevator, uh, you're in the understanding that if that elevator goes down, you're going to have to make alternate uh, use of the stairs. Um, you know, unless the landlord was somehow negligent in not maintaining it, and therefore now it's catastrophic and they have to take it out of service, that's a different issue. But this, if this is normal maintenance uh, needed on the elevator, I don't think they're going to succeed in doing that you know after hurricane um can't remember the name of the big hurricane that we had um where everything flooded you know there were people on the 12th floor that couldn't access the elevator and then they made a claim of breach of warranty of habitability because it simply wasn't reasonable to access the 12th floor by stairs and that's understandable but i don't think you're going to win on a fourth or a fifth or even a sixth floor walk up for a month i think it would uh I think that would lose. Jerry, if it, if it goes on longer than that, I mean, I Well, you know, it, it really depends on whether the landlord's being reasonable and acting in a reasonable manner. If it, if it extends an extra three months because the landlord refuses to pay the vendor, then no, that's different. Then, then I think then you would have a claim. It really depends on the circumstances. But if the landlord's, you know, making uh, ordinary repairs and it's just taking this long because it takes this long to do those ordinary repairs, I don't think you would prevail. Sorry, Tom, but the bright side of this, it's good exercise because I always, I always yeah, try to, yeah, I, I always try to, I try whenever condition. I see like there's a stairs and I can use the stairs rather than then I'll, I'll do it because. No. So you got to look at no. the bright side said, of things. You said he has a, you said he has a heart condition. I mean, that's obviously a oh. different issue. I mean, he can't risk his health here. So in that situation, if it's truly. Um, a situation where he would be, you know, have a, have a health risk by doing it, then I would uh, talk to the landlord and say, you know, just kind of reasonable and say, listen, I, I know you have to do these repairs, but, you know, I'm in a situation where I have a, a heart condition. I can't walk up these stairs. So can you, you know, can we make some kind of a, an accommodation here where maybe you can do a rent reduction so I can live somewhere else for a month or something? That's more of a reasonable Appeal. Well, that's what uh, I, I was. I, I, no, no, that's what yeah. I was driving at. A healthy individual is not a major problem, but there's people who become in that building basically shut-ins on the higher floors because they can't yeah. move up yeah. and downstairs. But you know what it is? When you own a business, uh, it, there's the profits and there's liabilities, and nobody wants to know about liabilities. You know, they they well, want to look true, the other way I, when I, they're liable. That's why. But I think, like I said, I think a good landlord who values good tenants. And again, I think there's just as much value as having good tenants as having a good landlord. Absolutely. Um, that might try to do the right thing. The only thing that could have, but then sometimes you got to be careful because then there are people that are really sick and, and really need it. But then if it gets around, then everyone somehow has a condition. So maybe, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, that would yeah. probably happen also. Uh, right? I know, Since, you know, I, 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 I can't breathe. I have bronchitis. I can't. So I think maybe 
um, I would have to say that people who should have to have that private conversation. And I don't know the landlord. How many how many build how many tenants do you have in the building around? Uh, six levels, I'd say about seven on each floor. The forty-two uh, apartments. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice little building, but uh, I, you know, I just wonder in a well, maybe- in, in a really ritzy place. Okay, they'd have multiple elevators, but uh, in a higher rent district, uh, the work would be done faster, probably. I mean, you know, you could always get better labor to do fa- work faster if it's if you well, pay enough. Well, maybe somebody but, would uh, have a. A little, con- a nice, as Jerry suggested, a nice conversation with the landlord in a nice way, in a constructive way, and say, look, you know, we understand this accidents happen and things, but, you know, so, you know, a couple of us have really bad conditions that makes this impossible to use. How long more do you think this is going to go on, or is there anything that you possibly can do to make the, you know, to help us out so that we can get some help or, you know, getting another mm-hmm. apartment, something like that. And, and, and see what All right. Thank All right. You for Keep us close to Tom. And thanks for listening yeah. to Iron Real Estate. Thank you. Um, I also told you, and, that, and that's the problem, but, you know, I, I, sometimes things happen that you can't help it. But if you have a condition, I don't know what you're going to you know, I don't know. I don't know what you can do, Jerry. I, I don't know. Um, we talked about, we had a call last week. We talked about holdover tenants. And so, Jerry, um, he was uh, a holdover tenant, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, could you tell everybody what a holdover tenant is and how long can a tenant stay after the lease expires? And I'm rushing this because I don't know how much time yeah. we have. So a holdover tenant is somebody that stays in occupancy after the lease expires. Um, you don't have an, any you know, right, per se, to do this, but sometimes in practical effect, uh, you do it and the landlord uh, doesn't object to it or maybe agrees to do it for a month or two. But the, the point of it is that the, the terms of the rent uh, and other provisions of the tenancy remain as they were in the lease. Although the lease is no longer in effect because its term is over, the provisions in there remain in effect. So if there was a provision in the lease that said no pets, then there's still no pets, and the rent provision remains the same, unless the landlord has given notice of an increase in the rent uh, for a month-to-month basis in a timely fashion, then if you hold over, you're going to be holding over under new terms. So, okay, but Jerry- you know, people... I just I read that if the landlord, let's say, say I'm a holdover tenant, and the mm-hmm. landlord continues to accept my monthly rent, okay, and mm-hmm. even though my lease is over and everything, and allows the tenant to stay, that later on that landlord cannot seek to evict the tenant on the basis of the holdover. That's well, what, is that not the, no, not on the basis of the holdover, but rather they could they could evict them in accordance with. Uh, the right to evict any month-to-month tenant. You become a month-to-month tenant just continuing on under the terms of the of the terminated lease, of the expired lease. So any month-to-month tenant, the landlord has a right to, you know, comply with the timely fashion, comply with the time requirements and give them a notice to, you know, to, to quit and move out. And that usually has to be done on 30 days' notice in New York. Um, but they, they could do that. But they're not terminating their tenancy based on the holdover, the holdover happened, and the terms of it are as you know, as you said, they accepted the rent payment, but that doesn't obligate okay, them so to. Okay, so stop you know. for one second because, mm-hmm. okay, if I'm the landlord or you're the landlord, okay, so should I, should I, so, and I have a holdover tenant whose who's, who's lease mm-hmm. is up, 
Um, should I accept their rent or or should I not accept? So should no. I refuse to accept their rent <clears throat> after the date of lease yeah. ends? Right. I know, I know so, I mean, if if you if it is your intention that you want that tenant out, then and they remain in possession at the end of the lease, then no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't cash the rent check. I would just immediately uh, file a notice to evict um, based on you know termination of the tenancy, and uh, you know take them to court. They will still owe rent for a period of time that they're in occupancy. The court will make them pay that. But um, no, when you accept it, you're so if you, don't, you know so basically agreeing to at least at least that month of additional rent. Thank you, Jerry. Stay warm, and I'll call okay, you. you. And too. Uh, everyone, we thanks for listening to Iron Real Estate. Have a, a safe, warm weekend, and uh, as warm as you can make it. And we'll hear we'll be back with you next week. Ion Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank NA. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.